Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. Another year that we forgot mm-hmm. to send each other Valentine's Day messages. You didn't get mine? No. Oh, Cambo, I spent so long writing that limerick. <laughs> In the sky. In the sky. It was so expensive. By the time I came outside, it all like just blown yeah. away. Yeah, it's a rainy day. Just no good. Um, but uh, there's always next year. Um, next year I'll do it in some sort of toxic gas. <laughs> that'll get that'll get news. Yeah, or know? like burn it into a part of the earth or something. Where um, they're like, oh, this will be here for generations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Across Australia. Yeah. Australia and fire. That's the good. <laughs> Especially in February. Yeah. Nice, hot, dry February here in Australia. But guys, it was a Valentine's <laughs> message. Um, here's something that I realized that we have not mentioned for maybe two weeks, three weeks or something. Though I feel like we should have. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that if we have any Survivor fr- oh, yeah. fans... On the show that are listening, uh, we've got a friend, yeah, Eden, who's been on the show before. He also does cancelled movie reports with you, um, and uh, yeah, he's on the show. This mm. is obviously Australian version of yeah. Survivor, uh, and if you like it, you should check it out. Yeah, it's um, this is my first. I, I've dipped my toe into the waters of Survivor. I've never watched it before. Uh, it's great. It's yeah, it's so, actually pretty good. So much fun. It's actually pretty good. I think there is something about. The way Survivor is advertised and the way that it plays out that doesn't marry up very well. Right. And and so I think you can be put off just from what it seems like the show is. Yeah. I always felt that um, going into it. And I think maybe it's actually the name <laughs> because, like, no yeah, one kills each other. A, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> one kills each other. Uh, yeah. You're put on an island and you have to, like, Fend for yourself, but like, kind of not really. Yeah, it's more about games. It's more about the games. It's more about like fun games, and then the gossip. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's high school all over again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, but 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 I think like because if you're like, oh, this isn't this isn't much of a survival kind of thing. If you go in there expecting that, then it's yeah. not that. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you've ever listened to Cancel Move Report, you'll obviously be fairly familiar with Eden. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, he is a Survivor super fan. Super fan. Like, Loves the crap I, I think he, what are they call buffs, right? The little things that they wear. Yeah. He has like every Survivor buff. Yeah, yeah. Like he has a, like 40 of them. Yeah. And, set, yeah. and he's had to kill a Survivor member from each, <laughs> each season one. to get that. So, that's and dedication. once he kills Jeff Probst, his mission is complete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's legitimately great. Yeah, it's good. Good show. Eden's still on, right? Yes. Yeah. Currently, so if oh, he could go out tonight. We're recording on a Sunday. This comes out on a Monday. We don't know. That'd be very awkward. Yeah, we don't really know how far he gets. He's signed NDAs and such. So. Yeah, he's very secretive about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. He could have. So if he he's got half a mil. Ooh, yeah. And he hasn't told us. Uh, I'll tell you what. Ooh, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where I've I've heard through people that are Survivor fans that I know mm-hmm. that this one is actually a particularly good season as well. Yeah, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of twists and turns and whatnot happening this season. From day one, there was a blind side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which uh, yeah, yes. I've yeah. also learned that the reason it's on so much because it is on quite a lot. Yeah, is because. The other show that is on a lot at the moment is uh, Maths or Married at First Sight. And apparently these are the two big giant reality TV shows that compete against each other. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I had a friend the other day that was like, why don't they just show them at different times? I was like, (laughs) I don't think you understand this. (laughs) Why don't all networks work together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just have one network. Why do we need so many channels? One channel. And it's run by the government. And they tell us what to think. (laughs) Anyway, uh, funny. Okay, uh, let's get into it, Cambo. This first one was cross-posted to us by Gone Fish Caking, but it was originally by Tyro of the Swift. Tyro. Uh, Tyro, yeah, Tyro of the Swift. Tyro of the Swift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Currently in Australia, Tyro of the Swift. 
Oh. Uh, someone like that. <laughs> no, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seem very popular. That's all I got to say. Uh... This was in Mildly Infuriating. I'm marrying a monster. My fiancé and I have decided to move later this year. In preparation of that, uh, we've been going through our stuff and condensing slash getting rid of this and that to cut down on the amount moved. Mm -hmm. Tonight, I find her sitting in the hallway, fiddling with our board game collection in the closet. (laughs) She was removing each game from their respective box placing the contents in a Ziploc bag <laughs> and then depositing all of this info, uh, uh, sorry, all of this into an extra backpack. When asked why she would do such a thing, she said, there's a lot of extra space in the boxes. This makes it less to move. <laughs> well, technically, her logic is sound. It just feels wrong. Monopoly belongs in the Monopoly box. Scooby-Doo Clue belongs in the Scooby-Doo Clue box. It's pure chaos. And I'm now worried I've become engaged with an un realized serial killer uh uh, all jokes aside i love it but am i crazy for thinking this is mildly infuriating or am i just being anal is is this i don't know where this belongs does this belong on being fast and loose or is this super like like um what's the opposite of fast and loose i guess like meticulous (laughs) and organized (laughs) right okay I, I don't to, like, think it's meticulous and organized. But, like, <laughs> to take out all of the pieces in a box and put them into smaller self-contained things to save space <laughs> is, like, a quite an organized thing to do. But it seems crazy to just throw out a device that does that for you. <laughs> like, yeah. that seems really flippant. I don't even think by this it's that, like, she's putting the individual like for monopoly i don't think she's putting the game pieces right, in one it's little all into one in bag. Another. it's yeah. just dumped into that <laughs> that hey, is hey, chaos Nelson, grab the monopoly bag <laughs> it seems yeah that's okay a- give me 45 minutes just to <laughs> just to separate everything and we can get going look i understand you gotta save space yeah but how small is this place that they're moving into yeah where yeah. they're like several board game boxes yeah. If we condense them into a bag, maybe they'll fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty small. See, yeah, because, yeah, there, there must not be that many to. And I say this only because they've res- referenced Monopoly and, and Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo Clue. <laughs> like, you're not one of those people that has, like, you know, 100 board yeah. games. It's, it's a huge fan. Uh, this is just, like, a couple of board games, a little bit of space. Mm. Uh, what, what's your, like, uh, moving out? condensing method strategies. Do you have any? What do you do with your board games? <laughs> uh, with with uh, board games, I carry them as is. Oh, my God. You I, I always do take moving as an opportunity to to try and get rid of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then every single time somehow. Yeah. You know what I always realize I hang on to until I move? Mm-hmm. If I buy an expensive item, like this computer, got to keep the box. Yeah, yeah. And then when you move, you're like, oh, I don't. I don't need this box anymore, but you've kept it for like two years. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know what I have that like I just should absolutely get rid of and I don't know why I don't is all my versions of PlayStation. Yeah, I've right. just got them and they're in their box somewhere. PlayStation 1? Like, yeah, PlayStation 1. But I don't even it, think it's like worth anything. Yeah, it's not the it's most not popular console on the planet. In... It's not rare, is it? <laughs> yeah, like didn't it outsell absolutely everything? Yeah, exactly. when it was like there are millions of them out in the world. Yeah, there is like no reason why anybody uh, would want that, and it's not necessarily in like excellent condition or anything like that. It, it's not worth a resale. Yeah, PS One for sale about eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not even worth the time to try and sell it. Uh, I feel like it's actually, uh, I think I heard, oh no, this was, I think, for Nintendo 64 back in the day. Yeah, which are you, kind of expensive now. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a bit more expensive, but I know for those in particular, the controllers yes. were really sought after. Yeah, But, I mean, since then, a few years ago, now, probably longer, time is, uh, I don't yeah. know. Odd, but like I think they started just uh, uh, creating new ones because they were like, oh, people are selling their old ones for like 300 bucks for one. I think at the highest end here, Nelson, there's a PlayStation for sale with two controls, two guns, 
a bunch of games and all the accessories for 220 bucks. Oh, so that's okay. about the the high end that you might get. So <laughs> it might be worth just clearing the space. I didn't play, I didn't realize PlayStation 1 had a gun. Uh, whereas Nintendo 64 used his 400. Oh, well, this, you can get one for maybe 240. I actually didn't even think that they were that sort yeah, after Well, cuz I learned this that they sold significantly less than PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's literally just cuz they are rarer in the world. Yeah, yeah. Everything's emulated now anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yeah. Oh yeah, I've got like every Nintendo 64 game <laughs> on a computer plugged into my TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Legally. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so what were we talking about? Oh yeah, packing and oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. I always uh I, I like a good clean out. Yeah. And in fact, I, I almost get enjoyment out of throwing something out yeah. that I'm like, I know I'll never use this again. Yeah. I'm terrified at the moment because uh Ellen, my lovely partner, is in Perth. Now parents are moving out of their family home that they've had since she was a kid. And she's got a little bit of stuff there to take back. Uh-oh. And as we were in the car on the way over, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to have to bring some stuff back. And I was like, okay, well, like, don't don't bring stuff back that we won't use <laughs> or, or we'll just throw it here. Yeah, and, then, and then she was like, yeah. What do you reckon about a pasta maker? <laughs> I was like, no, no, we will not use it. We'll never use it. And she's like, but it could be cool. I'll make you fresh pasta. I was like, no, no. you won't. You'll do it maybe once. Maybe. You That's realize how guarantee. annoying it is to hang all that pasta around the house <laughs> trying to dry it. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody, no. nobody needs a pasta maker. Don't. That's my pro life tip for everybody. Yeah. No one needs a the, pasta maker. The anti- um, um, getting rid of people in a clear out are uh, probably Stacey's parents. Oh, who, who no. They've hung on to a lot of her stuff, but then try and always give it back to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think at one point, I don't know whether it was workbooks or textbooks, but it was all of her old school books. Like, yeah. do you want these? Yeah. No. <laughs> what, why? Not studying maths methods anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. don't need this textbook that is out of date by about 15 years. <laughs> yeah. oh, the maths well, is wrong. I don't know. It's, yes, it's pretty good. We paid a lot of money for it back in the day. Yeah, and its use is bit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's funny. Oh, my God. I couldn't deal with that. No, I, I get enjoyment. Sometimes I'll buy something just to throw it out. <laughs> um. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's the problem actually as well is also um Ellen, my partner, love her very much. Can't can't stress that enough. Her hobby is um uh, ceramics. Yeah. So we've got a lot of stuff that's just kind of sitting around and taking up a lot of space and like, oh I wanna throw it out. But it is stuff that she will eventually use. But it takes up a lot of space. It's very hard to rein that in a little bit, yeah. especially because sometimes she'll use clay and then she'll go to like, you can, if you kind of screw up um, or you're just practicing whatever, then you can kind of reform the clay again. You like you, you put water in it and yep. it's, it's just reusable again because there's a very like anti, um, like don't fire anything, don't make solid anything that you don't want to keep. Because clay is like a finite resource. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you don't like something, it's like idea to like, you know, recycle it. So there's just like various tubs on the ground <laughs> with like half recycled yeah. clay. <laughs> like, ah, uh, this is, we're not, we're not making any money off this at the moment. So <laughs> come on. Where, where do the tubs sit? They are in the garage. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that, you walk that, into the garage. Yeah, just tough stuff. Anyway, I'm very supportive of her hobby, and uh, and your eye isn't twitching when you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Cambo. Let's get into ask credit. Ask credit. This ask credit is by R Four Film. Your salary. Is now a million dollars. Wait, what? This is, sorry. The tense is weird. Your salary is now a million dollars, but you had to, oh, for God's sake. I'm going to read it as is. Yeah. Your salary was now a million dollars, 
but you had to do your job naked. Would you do it? Why or why not? Why is it written in the past tense? It's so strange, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a million dollars, but you had to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, would you? <laughs> yeah, I, I would do yep. some some kind of like, I don't know, like freelance graphic design. No, I could just do from home. No, your job currently. Oh, my job currently. You've got oh, to do right. it. You've got to do I work currently. in the media, Nelson. I don't think they'd really blink an eye. You come in naked. They're like, yeah. just a regular Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I work for the network that employs Kylie and Jackie O, Nelson. Ooh. I don't think coming into the workplace naked will get me. <laughs> uh, okay. But here's what I think. I, I would really struggle to do this. Yeah. Okay. Because also, you can't just tell. I think the thing is you can't tell people, like, Guys, I'm doing this yeah, to get yeah, you know how the- you know how batshit crazy CEO. Yeah. Anyway, they've told me <laughs> <laughs> that they will pay me a million dollars a year if I oh, come. Is this the naked. guy that famously makes weird deals? Yes, yes. that's him. <laughs> that is that is the one. Uh, yeah, like you, you because obviously there would need to be, you know, somebody at the top needs to approve this. Yeah, but I like the idea that they're like you can't tell anybody. Can you tell everybody. <laughs> deal is off so you've got to come into work every day butt naked when people ask you go just want to and then uh all the hr complaints come in but like you're you're immune yeah yeah yeah. but how long could you keep that up for you know this is what gives me pause about my job i work with people so often like my job is very reliant on me working with other people. Yeah. But also it means that occasionally I meet like quite well-known people Mm. and I have to interact with them. Yeah. Yeah. Harder to explain. Like, cause every now and then I meet someone, I'm like, Oh, I'm such a big fan of that person. I'm really glad I met them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I want to meet them. Yeah. Like go down to the lobby and collect them. Yeah. Naked. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, They'll remember you, won't they? That's true. That's true. They'll be like, oh, hey, uh, you know Michael, don't you? Oh, my God, I don't think. He's the naked guy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I God. remember him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, something I will it never It would be forget. the even bigger insult if they said, do you remember Michael? And they said, who? And they said, the, you know the naked guy? Like, no, still not. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't leave any impression There's on me. There's a naked guy? <laughs> I, no, I, don't, I don't know at all. Uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, that would hurt. A yeah, lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I really thought this would get your attention. Uh, so, could I do this for a million dollars a year? A could, well, like I don't know if it, I could. Is the idea that you you need to do it for a few years, but then you should theoretically kind of be set and be able to get an easier job and, and uh, you yeah, have a big nest egg. So if you did it for like five years and $5 million, yeah. would that be enough to secure you for a bit and then you can do, get a different <sighs> job and have $5 million? Yeah, that's a pretty good way. That being said, looking at like it. I earn, I know how much I earn a year and I don't have that much money. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it quite works like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but you'd have, you'd have good savings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, Oh, that makes me more tempted to do it now, actually. Initially, I was like, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go to work every day or even every few days and uh, be naked in front of people for I reckon it would, a year. it would make me eat better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can hide with baggy clothes. You know yeah, I mean? that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, maybe I'd just get more fit. Yeah, I'd probably get I, I'd probably get the fittest I've ever been in my life. After like a couple of months, I reckon you're used to it. Yeah. Don't hey, you reckon? I reckon you're probably you're just right. like, yeah. whatever, I'm naked. <laughs> I've already got all the looks, all the comments. Yeah. Winter, you're like, it is what it is, guys. It's just I know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This happens. This is uh this you is wait natural. The, you wait till the summer. Yep. It'll be regular. <laughs> you will be just sli- just like slightly bigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I think you know what I'll do it. I'll do it. Give me the million dollars. Um. All right, let's uh, move on to today. I advice. So now it's time for today. I learned. Today I learned. And also sometimes advice. This advice was by Shaw Resident Seven Three Six. 
My son is ruining his life. Oh, my God. My son, 18, was on a great path, excelling in sports, and was on the path to qualifying for the Olympics within the next few years. Since meeting his new girlfriend, he has gradually stopped spending time with friends and family, spending all his free time with her. I tried to, tried to make his girlfriend feel welcome and included at family events. I don't know what to do as she never puts in effort to talk to me or even thank me after accepting anything I give her. He has recently stopped taking his trainings for specific sport seriously and dropped out of high school. I've told him that he needs to get a part-time job since he's not in school, but his girlfriend now makes him wait around all day while she goes to school and then she makes him walk her to and from school. I try to keep him busy during the day, supporting him in finding jobs and doing activities with him. However, every time he isn't waiting outside the high school when his girlfriend has finished school for the day, she calls him crying and yelling and mentally slash emotionally abuses him if he doesn't come to her house or stay on the phone with her all day slash night. I've told him that this is unhealthy and I have sat down and had many conversations with him. I've done everything that I can do to get him to see that he's ruining his life. Please help me. What do I do? This is an interesting post, but devoid of a lot of other information. Detail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One, yeah. does the son seem happy? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, he's saying that this woman's calling and abusing her son and whatnot. Yeah. Would lean towards not, but like... Does this guy is this guy happy? Yeah, with this relationship, or does he feel stuck? Yeah, yeah. That's probably one of the more important questions mm -hmm. before deciding whether or not you <laughs> kind of like you know. Yeah, it's true, right? But uh, like, I agree with that point, sort of. Mm -hmm. But also, young people, yeah, specifically young men with new girlfriends. Yes, yeah. Can make some very poor decisions yeah, yeah, yeah. in their life. Uh, because, uh, in, and in fact, it's kind of funny in some ways, because as I was reading this, I was like, oh, this is, this is a little bit like me. Dropped out of high school. Mm -hmm. uh, on track for the Olympics. On track for the Olympics. <laughs> um, Sorry, this is and, 2000 Olympics. You were going to watch the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I was... On my They're way. in this country. You're on your way to go to see buy them. some tickets. <laughs> uh, actually, did you see? Oh, no, that's getting off way okay. off topic. Never mind. Uh, so, and uh, and then, and, but then, like, obsessed with a girl that was, um, yeah, just kind of, like, emotionally abusing me. Yeah, sort right. of. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I probably, not that my parents knew and and probably because of the fact that i didn't have the um the ability to you know qualify for the olympics or or something you know have some sort of great uh talent or yeah. or presence your, your parents... they weren't like oh you're not you're, you're giving up that stuff for the girl really it was like oh nelson's playing playstation less but now he's with a girl, so I, I think that's an upgrade. You, you your know? parents collectively looked at you and then each other and went, we're in a great loss anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He was going to be a high flyer, was he? Yeah. He couldn't even buy tickets to the 2000 Olympic Games. <laughs> he really struggled. He was on track. <laughs> yeah. We really thought he was going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and but I was like, maybe it would have been nice if I had that advice earlier on. Um. Of just being like, hey, it's probably bad relationship. Maybe actually the honestly the dropping out of high school thing it didn't really have to do with the relationship. And um, uh, in fact, I saw a comment on here, and somebody was like, "It should be mandatory that kids finish high school." And I was like, "No, thank you. I'm on the <laughs> I'm on the boat of I didn't screw up my life by dropping out, no. and therefore I, I, I'm I okay think with this." <laughs> the, the, the schooling system serves most, but not all. And I I think like in Australia, I don't know what it's like everywhere else, but you have to go to at least year ten, mm -hmm. which I think is valid. You know, like you need schooling up until a point, and then it's like then maybe yeah, you don't need it anymore. 
Um, look how successful I am, Gambo. That's true. I'm like middle of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good stats. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. In this scenario, maybe. Uh, do you know what I reckon it would do it? I reckon you would need to almost like an intervention, but yeah, get all these friends and stuff and be like, look at this, look at this idiot kind of being, being bullied by his, his girlfriend and emotionally manipulated. I think that would have done it for me when I was younger. If like more people were just like aware of, of I don't know the the decisions I made because yeah. of her, you know. I reckon that's what he needs, just just more people on board. But yeah, then the other I, thing yeah, is, I think you're right. Yeah, but then the other thing is, yeah, maybe maybe he was like totally burnt out from playing this sport. Yeah, I mean, th- this is a thing. Is I get the vibe of there are certain. I would say maybe more common in fathers and sons, but I don't know that to be completely true. Mm-hmm. But like the dad really wants the son to be a star athlete. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the 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 child doesn't really. Yeah. Or like, yeah. like isn't like it really doesn't care that much. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there are many examples of kids like, I mean, there's the stories of kids kind of like intentionally injuring themselves or something to be like, oh, well, I can't be a footballer anymore, dad, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it could be a combination of things. Because here's the thing about young men. Mm-hmm. They can make bad decisions not just because of girlfriends, yeah. but because of anything. Because of literally anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the dropping out of sport was to do with the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It could have just uh, uh, just happened. Although, here's the bad thing, though. Hmm. Here's the tricky scenario, is that what if it is? And what if in like two years' time he really regrets that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, turns out I actually really love this sport a lot and I screwed up my opportunity. You know the thing about this mm-hmm. is that doesn't actually affect you and I at all. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> That's why we're never having kids. Yeah. What if this exact scenario comes up? Yeah. We've got literally no answers for this. <laughs> I feel like we've always, in any of the advice podcast, uh, advice sections, we've always been able to provide an answer. Yeah. Usually break up with them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good standard one. Yeah. So, but this one. That being said, keep bringing these stuff to, like these things to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Bring your parental issues to us and we'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. Okay, this one. Uh, big brain time. Yeah. Cambo, just solve it. Okay. I'd say mm-hmm. ruin your own life. Oh. More than your son is ruining his life. Oh, my God. It so was right there feels, in front of us. So your son feels better. That is embarrassing that we didn't I'm talking quit your that. job. I'm talking have an affair. Start... Become become an alcoholic. Oh yeah, so obviously. That, that, I I assume that, that was, was obvious. Yeah, yeah. That was that was step one. But you're right. We should say just in case. Just in case it wasn't <laughs> obvious. Alcoholic straight away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then you become emotionally abusive to your son. Yeah. And then uh, either that highlights that his girlfriend is also doing mm-hmm. that, or that like he has to look after you more. So then. The girlfriend's like, hey, give me attention. He's like, nah, but this is like, this is my mom or father. Does it actually say? It doesn't. No. Anyway, either one. Uh, like, I, that's family. I got to look after them. And then, boom, turn your life around. Yeah, and, if and obviously you're not. As soon as this this person breaks up with their girlfriend, yeah, sort your life out. Sort your life out. <laughs> sort your life out. Get unless, back on track. unless you have gone too far down the rabbit hole. That yeah, that's a risk. Always teeter on the edge of going too far. It's a risk we are willing to take <laughs> for you. <laughs> so, yeah, you're welcome. You are. You're so welcome. Problem solved. Another one. I I can't believe I almost thought that we couldn't. I solve look that forward one. to Shore Residence Seven Three Six. Posting in today, I advice or the advice, yeah, saying, not my son ruined his life, yeah, 
I ruined my life. I, I ruined and, my and, life. And, and we'll just comment with just a good. Well done. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, all right. Dot tick. Come at us, Reddit. <laughs> Come at us with your problems. We've got it. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought was cross-posted to us by Gone Fish Caking, but it was originally by Command Sloth. Most of the medieval knights in history never ate potatoes. Correct. That is how history works. Potatoes were only introduced to Europe in the late 16th century, and medieval knights are mostly associated within the years before that. Yes. Therefore, they didn't get a taste uh, or even see a potato. There is a uh, the reason I know this history yeah. is because there is a Blackadder episode about the introduction of potatoes oh, in the medieval, yes. um, well, not the medieval, like the um, is there ed- like the you know, Shakespearean? What's that time period? It's got a name. I forget it. Tudors, maybe. I don't know. Um, anyway, the point is that yeah, it's it's like it, it's essentially like. I guess if it was made today, the the equivalent would be like an iPhone drop or something. Like everyone's all excited that potatoes are here. Yeah, yeah. Is there a turnip joke in there too? There is, yeah. In a, in a different episode, <laughs> there's a turnip joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it would be correlated. Anyway, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's so obvious and dumb at the no, same time. But no, not, to, um, not to relate everything to British sitcoms. Mm-hmm. There's also a really um, kind of interesting and funny episode of Red Dwarf in which they end up back in like biblical times mm-hmm. and they realize that what they need is a battery to power their device to get back. And if they use the simple science experiment of like copper coin with lemon, they can get an electric charge. Mm-hmm. But just to get those things yeah. at that time <laughs> yeah. are so spread around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, co- okay, well, copper isn't existent in this where we are now and lemons won't be introduced for about 400 years to this region really we'll have to go to this part of the world to get them and then even just the fact that they can't put anything in a bag because bags also have not been invented yet (laughs) and they're like oh well yeah bags are technically invented in like like 500 AD yeah yeah it's like oh it's really funny to think like yeah you would be so shit out of luck trying to just collect a small amount of everyday items yeah back in those times and I bet you it was ages ages until they made chips (laughs) Cambay that's the real sad thing yeah because potatoes boring rubbish Mm -hmm. whack some salt on there chop it into tiny bits delicious and then kind of like bake it and then bake it, make it crispy. Mm-hmm. It's a whole th- that would have been millions of years after if and I've then, done the math correctly. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you've done the math correctly. <laughs> and then after they made the chip and they had salt on it, how long did it take them to go? What about vinegar? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine uh, th- this is kind of like a one of those accidental instances Someone somebody vinegar in. Top, yeah, accidentally toppled the vinegar on top of the chips on the table. And they've gone, oh, you've ruined it. <laughs> uh... Ah, but have I? Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, but it, it tastes kind of, I don't know, like, is vinegar a good flavor? That, that's the point of it, <laughs> I guess. No one knows. <laughs> this question will be debated throughout history. Uh, here's another one. This is by Septic Sponge. We have the technology to make Star Wars doors. It's just expensive and inconvenient. <laughs> And then down the bottom, it's got, you know the doors I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We they, know the they go. <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst part of it, actually. <laughs> if you could do without the sound. Do you imagine getting up in the middle of the night, you need to pee? Yeah. Like, oh, so, sometimes you, you, like, you come home late, maybe your partner's asleep, so you close the door gently. Yeah. To... <laughs> yeah. Uh, annoying. Yeah, they yeah. seem to be like gas loaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's For some right. reason. And sometimes. Yeah. Like a bit of dry ice will come out the bottom of them or something as yeah. well. Like a little bit of smoke or something. Yeah, that. I mean, it looks that's cool. Bad wiring. But I, think. Bad, yeah. <laughs> I 
think that's... No wonder... A... I reckon that Death Star exploded on its own. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that shot went in that exhaust port. Exactly. I reckon it was just one too many of those doors open with all that shoddy wiring. <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally at the time that they <laughs> shot that bullet. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's really... I mean, they threw the planet together quickly, didn't they? The Death Star, The Death Star. I mean? The planet, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. That moon. Moon. Wait a minute. There's like... no moon. <gasps> It's a line. Yeah, see what you did there. Um, yeah. <laughs> to answer your question, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's do that. I, I would say this. I wonder if there's some nerd in the comments Ugh. that said, these were in Star Trek before they were in Star Wars because uh, they have the same doors. At uh, some point, we just agreed that they're future doors. Yeah, that's true. Even though Star Wars is in the past. I get it, you nerds. Bloody nerds. Um, is it the most futuristic door? What's the most futuristic door, Cambo? Um, The ones from the TV show Loki where they go into different realities. Because uh, they just kind of step through weird, like, wobbly doorways. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty futuristic. That's the kind of door that I want. Yeah. <laughs> where... Going outside your house could end you up in multiple different locations. I would go back to medieval times, mm -hmm. give a night, mm -hmm. pack of chips. Oh. And then you go and back to the And then he goes, can I have another? You're like, not for hundreds of years, yeah. buddy. Oh. Bye. Oh, that's so rude. I thought what you were doing, actually, was you were at advancing science. Yeah. Like, you know, if you went back in time and then you gave somebody an iPhone, you gave it to a scientist and you're like, work this out. So then by the time that we're like, you know, in this day and age, yeah. science has advanced so dramatically because they got the iPhone really early. Oh. I thought you were just doing like a lower, so like, like here's chips. You haven't had them yet, <laughs> but I've, I've advanced possibilities. To immediately to <laughs> Is it Sir Walter Raleigh that I think brought the potato back? I think that's right. But I could be wrong. But you go onto the ship with Sir Walter Raleigh as he's bringing potatoes back. You're like, I just let you know these are chips. This yeah. is where it's going. Yeah. Now you go from there. Go. And then you step back through the door and find out what the new product is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is what is an extra 200 years of, of potato technology got me? Broccoli chips? Oh, my <laughs> God. We've got insane. We've got too far. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, somebody do that. I want to see what happens. All right, let's move on into kidnapping. <laughs> oh, oh my god, a bee! Kid! Podnapping. This is kidnapping. <laughs> Where we kidnap Where a we, kid. We nap a kid. <laughs> we take a kid from his home and ask for money. <laughs> This week this is your week. This is my week. And uh, I've gone for Jason, Dammer. <laughs> His parents seem very rich. Anyway, let's make the call. <laughs> it's a bit like surprise interview in a way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anywho. Um, we had a uh, podnapping suggestion. From uh, Hallie. She said, hey, guys, I've been meaning to send this suggestion from a podcast episode of Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet for a little while now. And it's slightly outdated at this point. Great. But the idea is to find reviews online of both Barbie and Oppenheimer and have the other guess which movie was being reviewed. They were able to find, a, a fan, find quite a few good ones that had me second guessing. Again, it's a bit outdated. So do with that what you will. Take care. Hallie. Hallie, we love an ice cold recommendation. Ice cold recommendation is great. Do you know what? I'm going to do a second ice cold recommendation mm -hmm. just while we've brought it up yeah. for something that I've already given an ice cold recommendation okay, for. Okay, you're backing it up. This is a double whammy ice cold oh, recommendation. Jeez. I'm going to uh, tout Modern Family again as such a great TV show because, you know, like most of those sitcoms and stuff yeah. start great. End up being wobbly. Yeah. I'm I'm like at, I don't know, season seven or something now. I think maybe, or even eight, maybe it goes to 11 or so. I don't know. It goes, goes swag a lot. 
And I'm still laughing out loud at some point. I think it's such a great TV show that so far, like, hasn't waned. Like, the the writing has still just been really solid, really good the whole way. And all it's got to show for it is all those awards at once. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real shame, isn't it? (laughs) It's a real shame. It just seems weird that, like, nobody's... the, The thing is, nobody's referencing, like, Modern Family, right? It hasn't stuck in the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's weird. Because it's like, I don't know, you talk about something like Star Wars. Or I guess they're still producing some of those. Yeah. Uh, let's say like Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Seinfeld is spoken about way more in its like concepts and whatever yeah. than uh, Modern Family. And I think Modern Family is actually way funnier, too. I, 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 I could quote No Soup for You. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think I could quote a single Modern Family yeah, there's like, quip. There's uh, like, it won 22 Emmys in its only <laughs> Only 22. It wasn't even in 22 seasons. That's more than one a season. That's pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get back into what this is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is a different thing, Which to is be a clear. different thing. Okay, here's how this started, right? I was like, this is a great idea, Hallie. Yep. This is so good. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, I'm going to look at some Barbie reviews first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'll just do the one-star reviews because that's fun. And then I... Just got stuck on the one star Barbie reviews, <laughs> and I couldn't get out of that mm. sort of hole. Yeah, it's that weird I was seeing in. yourself represented online so often. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. thinking what I'm thinking. Oh my god, I have the exact same thoughts. <laughs> anyway, so so this pod mapping is just me reading one star Barbie reviews. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah, there's no game. There's no participation. <laughs> this I sit just... here and I listen. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Okay, this first one. Was by, yeah, and the names are important. <laughs> Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith, okay. Uh, is Brandon, do you think, a reference to Joe Biden? There's a there's some kind of conservative Brandon joke about Joe Biden. I don't exactly know what it is, but I know that they call him Brandon. Oh, no, I think this guy's name is Brandon Smith. Okay. <laughs> uh... Either you're brainwashed or you're weird and ugly. There is no in-between. Barbie. That one line perfectly sums up the Barbie movie. There is no in-between. Just black and white, men and women, strong and weak, smart and stupid. While this is not even remotely the truth, and Barbie is a satirical take on such views, there are moments where this does not appear to be the case. It should be obvious that not every stupid person is a hillbilly who hates progressive thinking or liberal tendencies, and not every intellectual is a know-it-all with dyed hair who is afraid to get dirt on their hands. But there are scenes in Barbie that tread dangerously close to the same opinions that it parodies. Opinions that would otherwise be viewed as extreme, if not for the oversaturation of pink. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's like... <sighs> So so, so far, yeah. this makes me think they watched about 20 minutes. To me, it's like, how do you Because the point, the point of that movie is that everything was really rigid. <laughs> Girls and boys separated. Yeah. And the, I, I, not to spoil the movie, but at the yeah. end, they realized that's wrong. It's the point they're trying to make. <laughs> that's why it's so crazy. It's like, oh, they, they tread dangerously close to, to some of this. It's like, oh, if you think they've treaded dangerously close, you've missed the point because it was meant to be they're spot on with yeah. these like <laughs> with these divides of of you know a, a black and white and a yeah a boys and girls and this separation. Um, wow, yeah. uh, so funny. Continue. Anyway, I'll continue. Director Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Okay, <laughs> director Greta Gerwig. <laughs> was born and raised in a Sacramento neighborhood where the average annual salary is six figures. For anyone who has actually visited Sacramento, San Francisco, or San Jose, I'm sure you instantly understand how their struggle is not even close to your own. Mm. Gerwig probably doesn't even know the true meaning of the word. So for her, as a, as a world-renowned director and actor, to dish out any sort of criticism whatsoever is ridiculously hypocritical. Perhaps the patriarchy, a term used insanely often, is a real thing in Gertwig's little slice of California (laughs) paradise or within the movie industry, but it hardly is for the rest of us who who are actually living in the real world. 
When was the last time you struggled with the feelings of acceptance that can be directly tiled to male ideas? Just as a reminder, this guy's name is Brandon Smith. <laughs> Uh, do you even believe that men are the ones responsible for the unattainable images women constantly strive towards? Yes. Actually, can I just say, can I point out here, um, part of Barbie, in, in that uh, speech that whatever her name does, yeah, I forget. America Ferrera. Uh, yeah, where, you know, it's meant to be like the strongest speech in the yeah. whole movie. She actually does bring up a point where she says, oh, you can't say anything against other women because you're meant to be part of the sisterhood, which I thought was actually an excellent part to, to put in because, you know, they are saying it's patriarchy, it, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But actually also we're kind of against each other yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and uh, while, anyway. While we're pointing things out, Something didn't ring right to me. It said Greta Gerwig came from Sacramento where the average income is six figures. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, the average income in Sacramento, I've just I've just binged, yeah. is 33560 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, Cambo, it only takes but, oh, no, a few billionaires yeah, yeah. for and that average. That's a mean, maybe, uh, not uh, an median, average. Median. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, mate. Average. You only need a few billionaires. To make the average and you know who, actually six figures. Yeah. And I know you're thinking, well, yeah, maybe the individual's only 33, but what's a household? That's probably six figures. Mm. 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just double, double that, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, okay. How about your boss or upper management? I know that you can name multiple women in such positions. How many men are responsible for those female college athletes who pose half naked on TikTok or Instagram? Maybe a man imposed uh, nil and the seemingly endless benefits that college student athletes are taking advantage of, but they aren't to blame for endless amount of female exposing themselves online. The point is that Gerwig's views are so antiquated that it's sad to see anyone acting as if Barbie is a revelation. Um, the crazy thing is, right, I, I do see... Uh, let's say women in successful positions as in like managers and bosses and stuff. But very, very rarely. And in fact, I can't, okay. I can think of one where they are like the boss, whether yeah. they are the CEO mm -hmm. or the, you know, like it, it's not that they can't get high positions. Yep. And I would say, Still probably to this day, if you look at the numbers, it's not, you know, a 50-50, even if you look at those kind of slightly lower than the yeah. top level. But I'm sure if you look at the top level, still way more male-dominated. It, it, it is not that there are no women in high positions. You're right. Mm -hmm. But let, let, we'll protect this person because they haven't consented to us talking about this. But we both know a person who is uh, in, in like an executive position where there is not very many females. Yeah. And they had to go to a diversity workshop yeah. where they were the only female. Yeah. And I don't think there were any people of color. Yeah. And the rest were all like in their 40s. Yeah. Men. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's diverse. Yeah. Anyway, um, Gerwig is a guilty accomplice to the internet idiocy. And the continued spread of misinformation and Barbie is the strangest, although I'm sure she views it as an extremely clever choice of a vehicle to convey her message. Sorry. I, I, there's, there isn't a lot of grammar in this and I just had to, uh, I struggled there. Okay. Uh, the internet is and continued spread of misinformation and Barbie is the strangest, although I'm sure she views it as an extremely clever choice of a vehicle to convey her message of displeasure with the patriarchy. Ruth Handler created Barbie and then served as the president of Mattel for over 30 years, something Gerwig chose to leave out of the film and even tried to make it appear as though women have served a secondhand role in the evolution of Barbie. Meanwhile, uh, the actual creator was a major part of the company for three decades. Swing and a miss, Gerwig. Oh my God, I'm so glad this person built this up. And I wish I had retained more information um, about uh, Ruth because... I know that she struggled constantly in that role. She was always trying to be pushed out from uh, men. It was a slug the entire time, 
just because she was a woman for no other reason. It was like, you're a woman, you can't do this. And yes, like, obviously she she got to a point where people were able to, you know, the, she obviously had some people believing in her ability or whatnot. But I think even there was things like she got pinned. Oh, fuck, I can't wish I could remember this better. But I think she got pinned for like some sort of fraud, tax yeah, fraud tax or fraud, something yeah. like that. They make a joke about it in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. But I think that that, were, again, was like she was like the scapegoat yeah. for it. Ah, shit. Anyway, I wish I remember more. Now that's just now that's just anecdotal me going. But but trust me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Barbie is what happens when one of those pretend intellectuals, Gerwig, make the assumption that people aren't intelligent enough to see through her smoke and mirror circus, <laughs> which further illustrates how disconnected she is from the views of actual people. If a movie can't just simply be enjoyable... Uh, without using the stereotypes of a race or gender, then the director should be ready to get destroyed online and Goeg is definitely deserving of any and all criticism she receives. I'm convinced there are people that just... I, and I know one of these people. I used to work with them. They do not... They cannot comprehend and do not get satire. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. That is 100% it. Because he's right. Barbie makes all of these points. Yeah. It's meant to. As a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's meant to. It's meant to, like, highlight these, like... Yeah. Yeah. The, like, by, by taking the, it to extremes. The, the way that the Kens and the men react aren't meant to be yeah, yeah. real. It's Representative a satirical joke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It's, um... Anyway. Uh, oh, God. we I spent so long... There's, on this there, one. I should do one more just so that okay. so that we can um let's just skip AMA this week. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll just do one more because I said I had multiple. Okay. This is by Calvin Lundell. I did not understand this movie at all. <laughs> it had three separate plots and only one got solved. Mm-hmm. First, Barbie goes to the real world to find the person that plays with her doll version because she is beginning to look imperfect and the only way to change that is to change the view of the person using her, not herself. Yeah. Second, the Kens are tired of being ignored and in the shadows of the Barbies, so they take action and perform a three-hour coup. How? Just how? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's confused as to how the Kens came up with a three-hour coup. This is exactly what you're talking about with the, like, people just not understanding satire. He's like, I've done the math. (laughs) It's impossible. It takes weeks. (laughs) This coup forces all the Barbies into over-sexualized, submissive objects. Mm -hmm. This is all because Ken saw men in the real world as the leaders and saw horses? (laughs) I (laughs) I don't know. Third... Barbie takes back Barbie land by reinstating matriarchy, which sounds good, but forces the Kens into a worse oppression than the women in the real world. What happens? It even even said, at the end, that in a few years, the Kens will reach the level of equality that real world women have. Mm -hmm. Yikes. (laughs) So you admit in the real world, there is an inequality. No, no, they don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. What am I talking about? Women now are pretty oppressed, so imagine the Kens. Oh, they've actually said it. At least pro-equality groups have momentum. He's he's trying to defend all, the Kens. Like, what is this? First of all, all of these get resolved because they all end up in the same plot point. Yeah. They do start as separate plots, <laughs> I agree with you, but they all converge in the end. Because yes, she does find the, the the owner of the Barbie that's been playing with her. Yeah. And then they get brought into the coup by going back to Barbie Land, which is resolved by Ken realizing he doesn't need Barbie to be a full person. <laughs> yeah. Why are we analyzing I'm overanalyzing this? Um yes. Anyway, okay. What real pissed me off was the ending. Character development and story. Okay. Uh, I thought they were gonna stop it like the ending, the ending. <laughs> but they've listed everything that a movie has. <laughs> the story was all over the place. For some movie science reason, the Barbie world was an opposite of the real world, but it was also the same at some points. Once again, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Most movie stories can be outlined in 2D complexity, uh-huh. with some more complicated 3D, like Inception, Interstellar, <laughs> Space Odyssey, or Tenet. <laughs> Avatar, that was 3D. That was th- that was actually <laughs> that was famously 3D. 3D. Meanwhile, this movie needs a fourth dimension mm. to explain itself, and it wasn't even sci-fi siffy, actually. <laughs> the characters were worse. Every man and woman there were the most fit I've ever seen. Ken was ripped, but there was no fat Ken's. Barbie was thin with little muscle, and there was a fat Barbie just to say fat is good. <laughs> I'm not much of a body positive activist. What? But it's, <laughs> but it's all right to have a bit of flab. Just don't turn into a full-on bowling ball. <laughs> it puts the handsome stereotype on men as being ripped, but women are pretty if they're anything except ripped. This was no work. Uh, there was no workout, Bubby, as there was no fat Ken. Yeah, that Margot Robbie, not ripped at all. No, no, no. Finally, the ending. I was thinking, oh, there could be kids watching this. But what do I know about parenting? I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. The directors probably want to end it with, they all bounded off together, hand in hand, seeing eye to eye. Nope. They end it with a dump truck load of misandry. To save uh, some a Google search, it's the girl version of misogyny. They push the Kens into their shadows saying, hush up and be a bumbling fool. If this world is the exact opposite of the real world, did they call real women bumbling fools? <laughs> I'm still... Co- okay, just using that logic, if if he thinks it's uh, meant to be totally representative of the real world, he's saying that it's it's about the... But sometimes the same? Women... Say, but sometimes the same. It's about saying women are calling men bumbling fools, mm-hmm. but they're not. Which the real world version is men calling women bumbling fools, yeah. but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Which historically <laughs> kind of is the point, right? <laughs> like, you know, the idea of if, if calling women hysterical is almost yeah. like a weapon yeah. against women to, you know, like, anyway. Uh, I'm still confused on how the relations work, but either way, friendly fire by the directors, and that's just straight messed up. Okay, we don't need a gender war. We need to accept each other for who we are, not what's between our legs or our personal perception of ourselves. They've summed up the movie. Also, I feel like I I don't know how, but people seem to misunderstand the ending because they restore order in Barbie world but they include Ken's into everything is the point. It's the whole point. Because they realise, oh, my God, we've been really ignorant. Yeah. Ignoring them. So there's one on, like, the Supreme Court now. I don't understand how people don't (laughs) remember that that bit. That was the point of it, right? It felt like it was like, oh, yeah, in the end, we need to, like, accept each other together. And, you know, anyway. Um, uh, Overall, this movie is just adding to the already existing gender craze. It's teaching people that there is indeed a giant gap between the effectiveness and importance of men and women. This person has tried to, I think, be on like the the high the moral high ground to be like, guys, we should just all just be treated equally. But it somehow didn't understand the entire movie. <laughs> of which is basically saying the same. Probably part. one of those dumb men, am I right, oh, Nelson? Bloody dumb men. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That was a wild ride. I... It, the, the thing is, both of these people seem like the kind of people that would say, oh, God, people get upset at anything these days. <laughs> but then wrote long rants about a long movie rants. about a doll that wasn't made for them. <laughs> He's like, why can't they be more like Inception? And in <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that, but that movie is more made for you. It's like a sci-fi action movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that you relate to that more. Yeah. And a little girl might not. It's, um, it's so funny looking at how many one-star reviews. I, I had another one in here that's the same length as both of those. And even just scrolling through the one-star review, this was just off Google. 
they're they're all like these heavy long line paragraphs, right? No other movie does that. I was like, if I was if I was Greta Gerwig, I'd be like, I fucking did it. <laughs> because Got him. look at all these one star reviews where people are like pouring, you know, their hearts out on what they think is right and whatever. It's like, yeah, you're you are the problem, yeah. and you've highlighted it with these one star reviews. Um, like there were just tons of them, tons of them. People writing paragraph after paragraph of the same sort of thing. Like it, it's really interesting. It's so interesting. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm so glad I'm not a woman because it mm. seems like a goddamn nightmare just to live your life. Plus, they're so emotional. <laughs> uh, so emotional, <laughs> all right? Uh, anyway, that was it. That was the long episode. Sorry and, for and, that. And on that fun little note of yeah. people on the internet being the worst. Uh, right. Uh, so we didn't do AMA, but you know, yeah, we'll do it next week. Thanks for writing in if you <laughs> did write in. Uh, and people did. If you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at uh, on our subreddit and our Discord. Correct. Uh, just under the link for our merchandise. Oh. Don't accidentally click that merchandise oh, link. Don't accidentally because click that. Because then you are obligated to buy merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, that's. I forgot that yeah. that was a rule, yeah. a law. In law, fact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In Australia, yeah. if you're not from Australia, that's a law. So yeah. that's. <laughs> but it also do. affects people not in Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah. it's international law made up yeah. in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> not made up. No, 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 no. no <laughs> Real no, law. No, I didn't mean made up. I mean, and if you don't believe us. Click it. That's against the law. Click it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, so thanks for listening and we will read you later. Cool.